Awesome. So hi, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on the We Thrive podcast. My name is Casey Clark, and I'm the founder and chief growth officer of C. Clark Consulting. And I'm so excited to share stories from around the world with you about entrepreneurs who are creating an impactful legacy. So today I have the pleasure of interviewing Maurice Blackwell, who is the founder of the Lily Tea Company. So thank you so much for joining me. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, okay. Well, my name is Maurice Blackwell. I'm from South Orange, New Jersey. Um, <laughs> I am uh, the CEO and founder of Lily Tea Company, and uh, which is www.lilyteacompany.com if you want to reach out to us um, at Lily Tea Company on uh, on all the social media platforms. Um, yeah, that's, that's about it. It's about all I do. You know, besides being a father and, uh, some other cool things, world traveler, all those good things. But at the end of the day, I am, uh, you know, president of Lily Tea Company. So I know that there's a little bit of a story behind the tea company. So tell us a little bit about how you got started. Um, yeah, my mother's from Sri Lanka. Um, Sri Lanka exports one third of the uh, tea in the world. Um, it's notorious for having probably uh, the best black tea in the world. That's where like Earl Grey started and English breakfast. Um, just a little brief history about Sri Lanka. The, the British colonized Sri Lanka because it's just an amazing place, place to grow tea. Uh, being that it's very, it has a monsoon season, so it's it's very hilly, and you can grow teas at different altitudes, um, and you also have that moisture that creates the soil, and that grows amazing tea. So, uh, my mother and I uh, went to Sri Lanka in 2005 uh, to uh, volunteer for the tsunami relief. Uh, at that point, that's where I met my uncle, who's been in the tea industry in Sri Lanka for 40 plus years. Uh, and he kind of introduced us to the idea of loose leaf tea, mm -hmm. uh, which was so much different than, you know, kind of drinking tea out of tea bags. Mm -hmm. It's such an uh, experience and such a different flavor. And and you can dress it like coffee. I was a big coffee. I was drinking a lot of Starbucks at that time. Um, and uh, when they would bring tea out every morning to us, I was like, what am I missing out on? So my mother and I kind of had the idea, we, oh, it'd be, it'd be great to import this tea back to the, the States. Mm -hmm. uh, but at that time, uh, I was working in, uh, HR and I had a full-time like you know serious job I was fresh out of grad school and um, you know I just didn't have the bandwidth I guess to create a company and I didn't test my entrepreneurial skills at that point uh, I had worked in the music industry for a long time and you know also working in HR so uh, and then in 2014 my mother passed uh, and I just felt that I needed to create something 
that would, you know, keep her legacy going and, and keep her, I ideally keep her close to me. I love that. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, we'll get into legacy a little more later, but uh, what the word thrive means to you? Uh, Thriving, I think is just moving forward. You know, I I think uh, most people, we all have our personal lives that we have to deal with and, uh, you know, thriving to me is just like moving past uh, the hardships and the, the, the issues that most people deal with on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I'm an athlete, you know, I used to, I, I fenced in college, I was all American and I mean, to me, it's just always getting to that next point. You know, you can kind of lose you can lose, you lose a lot actually in life and, 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 and in sports, you lose a whole lot. Uh, but thriving is like getting past that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like ideally um, moving past those losses and saying that, okay, we can, I can get past this loss because I have to thrive. I have to go to, I have to move forward and in a positive way, of course, you know, you don't want to, you know, uh, move forward in a negative way. Uh, which again, a lot of people do get, you know, stuck in that moment, like that U2 song, right? You know, you get, you get stuck in a moment. Uh, so you don't want to be stuck there. So to me, just thriving is just moving forward in a positive way. Awesome. I like that. So what obstacles have you either personally or professionally faced when you've been trying to thrive yourself? Um, I guess one of the, biggest obstacles was and still to this day it was losing my mom and I was very sudden my mother wasn't sick and you know she just had a stroke and she just never made it out the stroke I was completely unexpected I was a a new parent at the time um I my daughter was eight months old uh and you know kind of dealing with that still to this day is like a setback but it spawned the idea of, of Lily Tea Company to, you know, not to be catchphrasy or use platitudes, but to thrive, you know, to, to, to the next step. Um, and I guess that was personally, as an entrepreneur, uh, one of the biggest issues is that you think that because you have a good product, that automatically is... is it's going to sell and you don't think of the back end of how you have to market and have how you have to promote, you know, and uh, I guess, uh, you know, I, I watched your podcast before, Casey, and I saw a lot of people who sell uh, mostly services versus me selling a product. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you sell a product, I, I do have like this cool thing where I can go direct to consumer mm-hmm. versus, you know, a straight uh like b2b sort of sale um and direct to consumer you get feedback immediately you know you're not working you're working with the buyer directly versus you know having to go through a bunch of red tape you know in order to uh you know get to the right person that actually has the uh the power to make a sale you know you're when you're going direct to consumer you the power is right there with the person who has the credit card or who has the cash in their hand. 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that was, uh, you know, kind of getting over the fact that you have to sell, you have to market and you have to sell. And, and that is, that life is not built for everybody. You, you know, <laughs> again, like you lose so many times, you know, it, it's, you know, as a salesperson, it's, it's funny. Cause you just don't get no, you get no, stop bothering me. <laughs> Yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> I don't no, want no, it. I don't, I don't want your tea. I'm a coffee guy or I'm a coffee gal. And, and it's like, you know, leave me alone. But but the upside is, to be honest with you, it's 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 amazing when you when you do get your sales and, and people are genuinely interested in your product and, and they are like I like to call them uh tea snobs, you know, and, and they they taste your product and they're like, wow, like this is crazy, you know, let me you get 10 of these and you're like wow okay cool you know so uh being a salesperson and a marketing person is a is a different hat so to say as as also a creator you know it it is uh, you know if you if you're not up for that challenge as an entrepreneur uh to 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 kind of uh take chances and and be that extrovert that that's hidden in, in, in inside of all of us. Then you know you're 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 better off working operations or doing something behind the scenes. Yeah, I think when so many of us get into business, we forget that we're always going to be our biggest salesperson. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter how you look at it. We have to sell in some capacity. You have to. You have to. And. Uh, one of the other uh, big things I think that, that was challenging to me were was um, you know using the free marketing platforms of social media, which is kind of you know so different from uh, what we were taught in school. I mean, I I went to Rutgers woo-hoo, again uh, for undergrad and grad school, but at that time. You know, there was no social media. I'm I'm fairly old, so at the time I graduated, um, social media didn't exist. So there's no blueprint on how to teach, you know, to how to teach somebody to use the marketing, uh, the uh, the marketing, I guess, of social media. Yeah, and and I and I'm a very uh, personal person I'm not like on social media where I'm you know posting what I eat or anything so me making that transformation of, of knowing that I have to use this platform now in order uh, to, to help sales and, 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 and nurture sales was, was a big step for me. Well kudos to you for like adopting social media i mean some mutual friends that we have have not done so right 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 and 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 to be honest with you if it wasn't for my company i probably wouldn't do it either yeah again uh i am somewhat of a recluse and and very private Mm -hmm. in my life but uh having to in, in order to get sales in this day and age in 2020 it's like there's no way that you cannot have, you know, a social media presence and 
and expect to make sales. Yeah, especially with what you do. Right. As, as you know, selling a product versus like a service mm-hmm. is uh, very different. Um, so, you know, with that, it is kind of got me out of my uh, comfort zone of, of having to uh, just be mindful of the people I meet. And now it's just like, hey, follow me on, on IG or follow me on Facebook. And, and that's an important thing. Now, conversely, as selling a product like I do, uh, you know, it, it, a lot of people have a ton of followers, mm-hmm. right? They may have thousands of thousands of followers, but if those followers are not purchasing a product, you know, it doesn't really mean jack shit to me, to be honest with you. It, it's, it's, it's one of those things like, yeah, you have, um, you know, 70,000 followers, but, you know, maybe a thousand people are purchasing your product, right? So it's like less than 1%. And, you know, with me, I, I'm very kind of weird about, you know, who I follow and and those sort of things. But, you know, I definitely have at least, I don't know, like 15 to 20% of my followers actually purchasing products. That's good. So uh, to, to me, yeah, to me, that's, you know, very good. If uh, I, you know, I, I used to work in the music industry for a long time and I have artists that I know who have, you know, I'm talking about tens of thousands of followers, but when they actually release a song, nobody's actually buying that song. Right. And, and it's like, wow, like, you know how <laughs> right how do you have this many followers but you know it doesn't monetize to anything yeah right and it's just like okay yeah you are um getting your brand recognition known however your bottom line isn't really doing too much here so yeah. you really have to gauge uh what's more important to you yeah you absolutely know? Because you can definitely go hire a PR company who can get you 10,000 followers. But again, it's one of those things that if those followers are not purchasing a product from you, like who really cares? I mean, we, we all go into business with, you know, expecting to make a profit and, 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 and expecting, you know, it's just business one-on-one. Anybody who's taken any sort of business classes kind of know that, you know, that's the reason why we get into business. We don't get into business not to make a profit. Right. Yeah. So So what are some of the resources that you have used to help yourself and your company thrive? Um, some of the resources, I guess, were, you know, it was, it was luck, right? I, my, I have an older sister who's like a super smart attorney. So all of my, uh, you know, legal sort of uh, things are taken care of, you know, she, she crosses my T's and dots my, my eyes and, you know, she'll, um, on my grammar with documents I have to send out. So, uh, that's one resource. Um, the other resources, you know, having, having my uncle being, uh, such a, uh, tea aficionado and, you know, uh, being able to trust that, you know, he can get me the best product at the best price, you know, and, and having him almost act as, as a, a tea broker for me in Sri Lanka while I'm not there. That's awesome. Uh, you know, so 
my resources really, my, my biggest resources stem, you know, very close to me and, 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 you know, from, from my family initially. And then, um, other resources are just, uh, relationship built, mm-hmm. you know, um, I was watching, uh, the Joe Rogan podcast with Kanye West and, you know, if you could shift through all his rants or whatever, one of the things that he did say was that, you know, the currency isn't, uh, isn't actually money, but the currency is in your relationships. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was very good for me to have already built, uh, very good relationships with people yeah. that, uh, when it came down for me to launch my company, whether it was, you know, uh, tech stuff uh with with my website and and you know creating like the e-commerce side of of my website you know just really relying on on people and even just my logo you know the uh the person uh shout out to to ryan pompey who uh did my logo uh you know it was just one of those things i knew him i knew he was an amazing graphic designer and, you know, you kind of catch somebody at the right place. And he's like, yeah, I can do your logo, Mo, you know. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. You know, and then come to find out he, he went on to, you know, now I can't even afford him <laughs> anymore. I, you know, he was a resource at that time, you know, versus being a resource now because there was no way I could uh, afford him. Yeah. So show us your logo. I know you have a so, team I do, I do, I do. This is this is this is the logo. So it. it's it's really um, the logo was based off uh, Tetley Tea Estate when I when I stayed there. Um, and it was such an amazing experience. Like it's like tea. It's a plantation, a tea plantation, and it's tea as far as I can see. And it was hilly and mountainous. I have to really cut this off. Um, but it, it was. Uh, and, and I wanted something very descriptive of that experience. You know, it was like a little cottage on a plantation and it, it was like a mountain behind it. And so I wanted to incorporate every part of that that was sketched in my head and into my logo. And anybody who's designed a logo at some point knows it's just like a snapshot of, of what your company is, right? So... Or it, it, you, you you want it to be. Yeah. So, you know, uh, again, uh, shout out to Ryan because he, he took care of me and like <laughs> at, such a, at such a cheap price. <laughs> so, but but again, it was just because we already had a, a relationship yeah. together. And, and you really, when you start a company, you really have to tap into all your resources. Like hopefully you didn't piss anybody off. Hopefully you don't owe anybody money and, you know, that sort of thing. It's just like, you know, and again, you know, uh, luckily for me, I, I, I always curated and, and really found it important to have good relationships. Mm-hmm. So for most entrepreneurs, this is really um, relationship built, Yeah. you know, with, with anything. Yeah. So going back to Sri Lanka and the story that you told us about that, Talk to us a little bit more about that legacy that you're creating. Like, I love the fact that your mom's name is in the company and, you know, your daughter has that as her middle name, but what does legacy mean to you? 
Um, it meant more to me becoming a parent. Um, my daughter is uh, six years old now at this point. And, um, you know, luckily for me, I, I prior to being a parent, I have had like a really good life. I got to travel all over the country, travel all over the world. Um, I got to uh, work at really good jobs. I was able to, uh, you know, finish high school and finish college and finish grad school. Um, but having my daughter, and I got to tell you, and, and hopefully she won't see this, but I did not even want any kids at the point, you know, at, at where I was in life. And I was just one of those people I was just like, you know, being a parent was not that important to me. Uh -huh. um, but, you know, having my daughter just cemented the fact that I have to do something, you know, important for her. I want to be, you know, uh, uh, the dad that was, you know, that, that is very cool and, and created something mm -hmm. uh, for her to pass down. You know, whereas I see the, you know, we thank God Donald Trump, you know, is out of office. No politics. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm a political science major, but I have to tap into this. And, 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 and it goes into the point of of legacy, right? Whereas, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very important to inherit things, you know, like, or, or uh, have your parents pass. Now, a lot of times it's, you know, money. It could be real estate. But I did feel like a very strong urge to want to create something uh, for my daughter to, to be able to pass down and, and a company, whereas I'm um, importing, you know, a product from all the way on the other side of the world and selling it here. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I just felt that that was super important for, for me to leave her that, you know, if anything were to happen to me at any point, you know, God forbid, at least, you know, that would be there for her. I mean, we have t-shirts for her that says future boss on the back. You know, so oh, I love that. You know, but it, it's just uh, legacy to me means a lot. And again, it's from my mother passed down to me, and then you know passed down to my daughter. So, um, and then on top of that, it's like creating a name for yourself, right? It, it's 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 doing something in this world that uh, can't be taken away from you. But if you create something very cool. Uh, no matter what it is, uh, you know, it creates your own legacy as well. Yeah. So uh, I don't want to uh, not think about my own legacy, but also, you know, think about my mom's legacy and then my daughter. So I'm kind of right in the middle there. Yeah, that's awesome. Generational legacy. I love it. I love it. So what nuggets do you have for other people who are, you know, starting out in business or who are trying to create a legacy themselves? Uh, be mindful of the product that you sell. Okay. You know, be, be very secure uh, with the product that you're actually selling. Uh, have, make it, make a purpose, you know, have it um, mean something personally to you uh, I, I do feel that um, as as the product you sell is the reason why you sell that product 
and, and, and it makes it very easy for, for a salesperson, which all entrepreneurs are at the end of the day, when, when you scrub us all down, you know, uh, no matter if, uh, how, where we're from or whatever, we're a salesperson mm-hmm. and you have to keep that hat on all day. And, and, uh, you always have to keep your eye on the prize as far as looking for a new customer, you know, or, or retaining a customer. Uh, so, and I guess the other nugget is just know what you're built for. This is not for the faint of heart, you know, creating something is not, uh, and, and then, and then trying to sell it is not for somebody who, uh, is an emotionally unstable person, uh, somebody who's not level-headed and understands that, again, you're going to hear no so many times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and again, it's, it's, it's not even just like a hard no. It's a no, please leave me alone no. And you have to understand if you uh, if you take that personally, you know, as an entrepreneur, if you take those no's and, and get the fuck out of my face, you know then understand that you know you're not going to win in this you're it's going to be very very difficult for you to try to you know approach somebody else for for another sale so i don't know just tough skin yeah be thick skinned um uh be be very uh uh diligent and 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 proud of your product that you're selling uh, 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 you may meet a customer but it's not at the right time and it's kind of like a relationship so to say like you, we, we've all probably met people that were great people but it was just at the wrong time mm-hmm. and you know just be mindful of that that you know following up with somebody and following up with leads is super important mm-hmm. you know um have a regimented schedule uh, 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 and and be prepared to be on the phone for long periods of time just to hear no anyway. <laughs> you know, these are all things that, you know, to, to be prepared for when, when, when going into it. Uh, you know, I, I, it was a funny story that I, uh, I wasted, I wouldn't say wasted, but probably about five months, you know, kind of working on a sale and then come to find out the person uh, and it was a B2B sale with, you know, a, a local kind of grocery store sort of thing. And the person that I smoothed all this whole time just left the company. Just oh. brought out left the company. <laughs> and it was like, wow, like, wow, this freaking stinks because I had, you know, created this relationship. And then at the time of the deal to kind of go through, it just, you know, the person left. Wow. So be prepared to spend a lot of time on, on a sale that doesn't happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's all kinds of things we have to be prepared for as entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it it takes a a certain sort of person to do it. Like I said, it is not for the faint heart. It's not for the, for the weak. It's not for the people who get defeated quickly you know uh there there the lows are, are way, way more than I, don't get me amazing 
the highs are, are fantastic. When when I any sort of sale, whether it's a ten dollar sale or or ten thousand, they're always like, oh wow, this is you know very very cool. Yeah. So, um, but I said just remember to be strong and uh, and 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 you have to make sure you adjust. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you definitely have to adjust to the circumstances. Be prepared to do that. You know, it's I, I always do compare entrepreneurs to artists. Where it's, you know, you, you are uh, you're putting a product out there that's uh, going to be judged. Yeah. And, you know, if you're one of these people who don't like to be judged, like my ex-girlfriend, like, don't judge me. It was like her one of her big things. Like, don't don't judge me. And I'm like, well. You know, everybody's gonna be judged, like, and and uh, and and the same thing. Like, I I play the piano and I play the drums and I work in music, so it's like people judge you immediately, you know. And if you're not like prepared for that, then this is not for you. Is, I promise you, it's not. You're gonna feel judged every time somebody tells you no, and every time a sale doesn't go through, you're gonna, you know, really it's going to affect your heart. So, yeah. um, you know, it's just, I, I mean, you know, Casey, you know how it is. I, I, I'm sure, you know, you, your challenges are probably, you know, similar to, to, to my story. Yeah. I mean, I feel like while we all might have different products or services at the end of the day, we still face the same problems. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I mean, what would have been some of your, you know, past sort of challenges or, or something that that you didn't think was going to be an issue until it becomes an issue? Well, funny. I actually have uh, my podcast being released this week. So people will be able to hear all of my challenges. But um, I would say kind of piggybacking off. <laughs> What you said like that thick skin is really important you know you have to remember that it's not personal like sometimes a no is not right now and like you said sometimes it is like get away from me like I don't want it you know and you just keep on moving right. yeah right right and then you know the, the challenge of creating something super dope right like you know I, I think people want you know like our 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 business represents us, mm-hmm. right? And, and and you know, just the same way that you got your your super cool uh, plaid, you know, scarf on, you know, that that represents you just like your business, right? And yeah. you know, it's, it, it's the reason why I'm wearing this, this this tie and stuff, right? Because you know, it, it, it represents you, and um, you know, a lot of times, like creating something super dope, uh, it comes from you know, you hitting rock bottom or you you know, you're kind of forced to, to, to do something. To be honest with you, I worked in human resources for a very long time. And um, I, I worked at Verizon at, at their global headquarters for almost eight years. And then uh, not, you know, being able to get back into human resources like immediately or finding a new job, I did feel like I had to, I, I really had to create something mm-hmm. that, that, you know, would, would sustain me. And, and whereas, and working at a big company, you just kind of never know when that day is going to be. You never know when that reorg is going to hit. Yeah. And the same way with business, it's like you could have been 
you know, had had a great relationship with somebody who you're expecting to help with your succession planning and business. And that person just, wow, like two or three years of uh, curating a relationship just goes out the door. Yeah. So, uh, you, you know, it it's definitely uh, uh, one of those things that you that you have to understand what, what what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you bringing all those things to light. I feel like, uh, you know, it's, it's really important for not only, you know, people who've been in business to be reminded of, but for people who are thinking about it, you know, especially in, in today's world with, you know, COVID and everything, we all have a whole different set of challenges, you know, that we're dealing with and you have to so, yeah, well, I yeah. definitely appreciate all of the nuggets that you've given, and I appreciate you being on our show. And um, I'd also like to thank our music sponsor, um, Stephen Lamar Moore. So, again, I appreciate it. And do you want to share one more time where our listeners can um, connect with you on social or your website? Sure. Um, LilyTeaCompany.com. Uh you can always go there. It really um, gives you the snapshot of, you know, where my, uh, why I single source from Sri Lanka. Uh, why, uh, you know, I, I completely, I don't get tea from anywhere else outside of Sri Lanka, but it'll give you the history beyond that. It'll give you the history uh, of my story. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Lily Tea Company on Instagram and, and also Facebook. Uh, I'm not too much on Twitter. I have a Twitter account, but I never post anything on there. Um, so and and I do like some really cool things with with Instagram. I, I work with um, a lot of uh, good, uh, uh, I guess, representatives uh, of people who like being uh, again pink up important. So um, you know, that's also my hashtag. Uh, but yeah, that's. That's, that's where you can find me, Casey. Or, or on your podcast, of course. <laughs> awesome. Well, we'll be sharing all that info as well. So thank you again, Maurice. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. <laughs>